0: Hey, welcome back to Litcentric Radio, the podcast that truly is a literacy coach in your pocket. I'm your host, Julie Webb. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at sentence coherence with the text from tadpole to frog. Now, if you have never heard of the term sentence coherence before, you're probably not alone. Uh, let's define it together. So, I'm thinking about sentence coherence as um, when multiple sentences work together to convey meaning. Now, sentence coherence, makes me think of um, like a cluster of grapes. I live in wine country in California, and so we've got grapes all over the place. And sentence coherency makes me think of a cluster of grapes because of how they hang together to make a more substantial whole. And that's what we're doing here um, with this book. We're highlighting where the author has developed sentence coherence between one, two, or three sentences in order to more clearly convey the idea that that's being shared, Okay. So this book is a typical nonfiction early reader. You find a lot of books like these in book orders. I'm pretty sure that's where I got my copy. Um, You find them a lot even on library shelves, um, in bookstores. You know, it's really easy to find kind of these early reading nonfiction books. They have really clear writing, um, really clear text features, photographs that highly support the information in the book, um, language structures that aren't too complicated. Um, So it's a great book for for younger students, for English learners in particular, but books like these, there's so many of them that we might as well show the masterful things the author's doing, even though there isn't a lot of text going on, because as we know, it is really hard to concisely convey complicated uh, ideas, especially in uh, informational text, and um, authors do a wonderful job of this. So anytime I can show students how to write this way, uh, I know it's going to improve their writing overall. I chose this book because it had so many opportunities for sentence coherence, um, and like I said, a good example of how you can find that even in in simple texts. If you want to try out this mentor text in your classroom tomorrow, I've got you covered. Log on to Letcentric.com and click the Shop tab. I've got links to all the mentor texts and lesson ideas I feature on Letcentric Radio. You'll find downloadable text-dependent questions for your read aloud lessons writing tasks that reinforce deep comprehension, and videos that show the bridge charts that bring it all together. Check it out at letcentric.com in the shop tab. All right, let's get into today's text with my favorite reader, my daughter Natalie. From tadpole to frog. This is a life cycle book, I believe. What do you think? You don't think so? Do you know why I think it might be about life cycles? See, I know. Do you know why I think it might be about life cycles? Why? Because it says from tadpole to frog, and when a frog is when it's first hatched, it's a tadpole, and then later grows up into a frog. Okay. Like if this book said from baby to adult, <laughs> right? Let's read from tadpole. Or from frog. belly to no belly. Yeah. Okay. In the spring, you may see frog eggs in the still water of a pond. Wow, frog eggs. Cool. Oh, look at these pictures. Each egg is a ball of clear jelly with a small dark center. Do you see this feature here? Uh-huh. This big box? It says, take a closer look. Why do you think they have a box like that? With a big picture, a big close-up to, picture. To make it... Have a closer look at it. Yeah, it's a little easier and to I see. And I have isn't tiny it? little doodles like this. Yeah, I mean the the this page on page five, it's kind of far away, but it's hard to see, isn't it? But that closer look on page four is like really big. Can you see the clear jelly they're talking about mm-hmm. in the dark center? It says one frog egg. Hundreds of eggs stick together in a clump called frog spawn. That always makes me think of Harry Potter. I hope you were able to hear some of the examples of sentence coherence um, in the text that Natalie and I read. Uh, Good writers craft sentences that build on one another or are linked in some way to reinforce an idea. And this is an important concept for our students to start being good at. If you've got emergent writers or early writers in your class, maybe kindergarten, first, even second grades, and the student's writing sounds kind of list-like or they kind of jump around from subtopic to subtopic. Um, this is uh, sentence coherence is something that we can really work with them on. Even our older students, our fifth graders, our sixth graders, a lot of our kiddos really struggle with elaboration and kind of the mechanics of how they can do that. And so sentence coherence and a lesson like I describe um, to hear for you today and have available on LetCentric.com lessons like these give students kind of some building blocks they can work from, and um, help them to elaborate more successfully with sentences that are really are making a point, okay? We don't want sentences where we say, oh, just add more details because you know you're gonna get details all over the place and it's gonna kind of be a mess, and we don't want students to go down that road. We don't want them writing more just to have more to say. We want them to actually make a point, right? We want their sentences to be coherent to stick together. So this book has many examples, and I'll share just one one with you today. Um, I'm pulling it from page 16. This is one of the easier ones in the book, and um, the author has two sentences put together. The tadpole has a hard mouth. It uses its mouth to scrape soft plants from the rocks and pebbles in the pond. Now, Back in the day, if I were just reading this book with kids and focusing on content, I probably wouldn't even notice how well these sentences hang together. I'd probably just focus on the fact that, you know, tadpoles scrape um, the soft plants off the rocks. And that is important content to know. But in this case, I'm not focusing in this lesson so much on the content, but how the author crafted that content, crafted those sentences so that the content becomes clear. Okay. So with this sentence, the tadpole has a hard mouth. It uses its mouth to scrape soft plants from the rocks and pebbles on the pond. I'm going to first show students how the author has linked the noun with a pronoun between the two sentences, because that's a really easy way to build sentence coherence. And a lot of my beginning writers and definitely a lot of my English learners have not mastered the noun pronoun kind of game back and forth. I would go ahead and write that, that those two sentences on my anchor chart or on my bridge chart. So I would go ahead and write those two sentences on my bridge chart. If you, um, you purchase the lesson from lintcentric.com, I've already typed them out for you on pieces of paper that you can like just cut out and either tape or glue onto your chart. And they kind of fit together like puzzle pieces to show students again that they hang together. Um, but either, either way, you can go ahead and write it out on your bridge chart. And I would either highlight or underline the word, the the words, the tadpole in the first sentence, and then the word it in the second sentence. And it sounds really simple, and it really is. It's not a complicated idea, but we know students don't always do this well, or they bounce around or they say it, it, it the whole time without really identifying who that it is. (laughs) My students do that a lot. So um, I want to start with that just to show that simple idea that we can connect sentences in this way. Another way that these two sentences are connected, which is probably the more significant way, is how they link the content or the concept that they're introducing in those sentences. Okay, So in this case, the first sentence, um, the content part is the fact that the tadpole has this hard mouth. So I would highlight hard mouth. In the second sentence, what it does with with its mouth is what matters. And so I would go ahead and highlight scrape soft plants. Now, it also says from the rocks and pebbles, but that's just more elaborative detail. The fact, I'm trying to connect the fact that the hard mouth is used to scrape soft plants. That's really how those two sentences um, link together. So that's what I'm trying to show for students. So again, the first part, um, we're talking about linking the nouns and pronouns. Maybe use one color highlighter for that. And then the second part is linking the content or the concept that's being communicated. And I would use a separate highlighter for that, for highlighting hard mouth and scrape soft plants, just so students see how those things are connected um, and also how they're different from one another. Another great idea that you could do with students is to turn this basic activity into a literacy center for them to get continued practice. So you could type the sentences um, that hang really well together, that are coherent, type them onto um, different cards or put them, better yet, maybe in sentence strips in the pocket chart and have students... Find evidence of sentence coherence, either using highlighting cards or wiki sticks or making little window frames. Have you ever done that before where you take a piece of paper and like a like a rectangle and cut the rectangle out from the inside so it looks like a picture frame and laminate it? And then when you cut it out, the clear laminating will show through and it'll look like a little window. That's a great thing to for highlighting things. And, and kids can use it over and over again. And you can use your sentence strips over and over again without having to, you know, kind of reproduce them all the time. But that literacy center, you could pull sentence coherence examples from lots of different texts. It doesn't really even matter what the text is. Students don't even need to know which text it's from, honestly, because we're really just working at the sentence level. But if you can have some examples of that, ask students to interact with those and identify where the sentences are coherent. That's a great exercise for them. And then maybe asking them to to craft a couple sentences of their own. And again, use those same color highlighters or those same highlighting uh, methods and for them to show and explain how their, their sentences are coherent as well. So I hope you like that idea. I know that my students benefit from work like this. Um, we don't always have to work at the concept level. We don't always have to work at the text level or the word choice level. Sometimes we work at the sentence level because that's an important area for us to operate in sometimes, okay? So try this lesson out. Visit letcentric.com for some great resources. We'll see you next time. I hope you have a great day at school. It would really help out the show if you could leave a great review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews are one of the best ways for other educators to find the show. And share this episode with a teacher friend who you know could take the ideas and run with them. Or share this episode with a bunch of teacher buddies on social media. Every little bit helps the show, which means we can help support more educators. Which is the whole point, right?